110. Maintain Unity Unity is the great neglected virtue of the New Testament. It may, in fact, be the most important of all the virtues the Church is to display to the world. Yet this command is also one of the least obeyed of all the commands. We do not exaggerate to say that disunity, such a grievous hallmark of the Church throughout its history, is nothing less than a direct slap in Jesus' face. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Jesus' prayer of John 17, in a sense, represents the highlight of the Gospel story. In its own way, it stands of equal significance alongside the Lord's garden prayer, His crucifixion, and then His resurrection. It may indeed offer a more reliable climax to New Testament prophecy than the entire book of Revelation. The reason is simple. In John 17, we have Jesus' final spoken words prior to His death concerning the future. That those words come in a prayer to His Father give them all the more weight. These are therefore words of prophetic intent which we can know of a certainty will be fulfilled. Only in John 17 is God's prophetic intent unmistakably clear. This prophetic utterance points the way to the destiny of His church. The tense of the Greek of John 17.23 points both toward the present and the future. It is impossible to render exactly into English. It literally reads that they may be having been perfected in one. He is speaking both of present spiritual reality and future fact. By only one means will the world know of God's love and know the truth that Jesus is God's Son and that He came from the Father by the unity of God's people as they become not partially one but perfectly one. Without oneness visibly flowing among Christ's followers, the world cannot fully know Jesus and His Father. The world still does not know that Jesus came from God for the simple reason that God's people are not one. All Christendom's alternate witnessing programs evaporate in the stunning present-future reality of John 17. Unity is the only meaningful witness. Without unity, we are wasting our time telling the world to believe. This is the condition that must exist prior to the Lord's return. Unity within the body of Christ is the prophetic reality that will usher in the future. Unity rules the prophetic timetable. Unity is the prophetic vision. Unity in Christ's body is the gateway to eternity. A simple principle unlocks the secret of unity and makes it attainable right now to you and me. It is just what we discussed earlier. Widen your hearts, widening our perception of the brotherhood. This requires an inclusive outlook of what comprises Christian belief. It requires laying down prized doctrinal legalisms, not because we believe them in error, but relinquishing the insistence that all Christians conform to the same dogmas of belief we do. 
cherishing unity above doctrinal agreement, we seek to include, not exclude, widening the arms of faith to embrace those of different practice and theologic persuasion. We recognize discipleship in the midst of difference. Abandoning doctrinal narrowness, the brotherhood flourishes into unity. Amish and Adventist, Baptist and Brethren, Catholic and Congregationalist, Methodist and Mennonite, Presbyterian and Pentecostal, Orthodox and Reformed and Quaker and Nazarene and Lutheran and Anglican, all embrace in the unity of their shared faith. Do not allow factions or a party spirit to exist among you. Pursue value and work toward unity. Knit yourselves together and be at peace with one another. Let us then pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding. Romans 14.19 I appeal to you, brethren, that all of you agree and that there be no dissensions among you, but that you be united in the same mind. 1 Corinthians 1.10 Agree with one another. Live in peace. 2 Corinthians 13.11 Lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians 4. Verses 1 and 3. Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Philippians 2 2. From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips. Read by Michael Kimball. More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com. Visit Amazon to purchase the commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.